the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. Love never inviting you to join the fight to end human trafficking. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern-day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives Each week, Abolition Radio sheds light on the darkness of modern slavery, celebrates the work of abolitionists who are fighting for freedom, and equips the church to engage in the work of justice with hope rooted in God's Word. Our goal is to see a radio audience become an army of gospel activists. Now, here's the host of Abolition Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks, Dave, and welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We are in the studio today with, watch out, someone who is, or actually two people that are going to teach us a little bit about protecting ourselves, being physically healthy, and Oh, by the way, don't mess with them. But before we get to introducing them, uh, we uh, I want to give a little shout out to Vanita Hopkins, Miss Vanita Hopkins, my partner in justice. She actually cannot be here uh, today. She's actually doing some teaching, um, but we uh, certainly do love her, send our love her way. But just uh, really excited to be in studio uh, today with two uh, co-founders of a Feet First Foundation. And um, these gentlemen, uh, what a story. Uh, What an amazing story in terms of how this foundation was started and also the things that they are teaching to those that are attending their their program um, in the city of Martinez. Sean Sharkey is the program director and co-executive director. And Dan Dorsey is also uh, the co-executive director and founder. And so we are super excited to have both of you in the studio with us. Thank Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yes. And so when we uh, when we talk about Feet First Foundation, um, uh, you know, I'm going to dig into what the foundation is about and the things that you do uh, in a bit here. Um, But just to give you a a high level overview, uh, they're providing self-defense training, anything from boxing, jujitsu, police work, bounty hunting, a variety of things that um, are in your background. Right, Sean. Um, and, And and also. Uh, some some physical training, physical assessments, um, program development, things like that that are, that Feet First is is chartered to do. And but the, be, before we get into that foundation work that you're doing, um, there's a personal story. There's a there's a reason why you got started in this space. And I see that you are currently working with a specific lens towards commercially sexually exploited children. And so there's a reason why why you're working in this space. And so I want to start there. And and so. 
So, you know, Dan, take us through. I was reading through your bio and I'm just, first of all, um, honored to be here with you, um, honored to hear your story and to know how the about the good work that you're doing. Uh, You know, I think of Genesis 50, 20 that says what the enemy means for bad God uses for good. And so tell us uh, what where have you come from and, and what has brought you to this place? Well, it is an amazing story. Um, it's a personal story that that relates to two two of my kids, but also entering uh, Jim's uh, or Sean's establishment in a in a way of not really having hope and not knowing what I'm going to do and uh, to protect my kids. And immediately, uh, Sean met with me and said, "Hey, come here every day." I'll make sure that, that you're going to be 100% taken care of physically and mentally. Mm. And so when I started to have the mindset of what Sean was training me, what a boxer does is, you know, you're going to get knocked down, you're going to get punched throughout life, but you have to get back up. And so once I started to dial into the world of human trafficking and kids being exploited, especially in our own community, everything from the authorities to the court systems, all of it, and especially broken homes, uh, broken homes are just growing each year. And so, uh, especially the unbroken homes with the neglect and the abuse that takes place, I knew right away I had to get my kids into a, a self-defense course of not just karate, but really get into it. And this man next to me, uh, Sean Sharkey, created a self-empowerment in my in my two kids that's even people recognize in the community. That's and so, and then I see other kids in his class that really turn around from a situation in the home to be successful in life. Amazing. And God has brought me to this. So when I tell people, they go, well, how'd you get through it? And I don't want to go all the way into my history of my, my situation. Cause I'm here for the foundation, but God in boxing, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Sean Sharkey, uh, a step forward and new life church, I don't know where I'd be today. Wow. Well, well, thank you. I mean, praise God and, 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 and thank you to Sean and the community, uh, your church family that's has supported you all this way. And it sounds like you guys are doing, making a huge difference now in the lives of not only your children, but also many others, which is really remarkable. I'm, I have a partnership with an organization called City of Refuge in Sacramento County, and um, they actually uh, provide Boxing, and you know, uh, they have a gym, and they do something very similar for CSEC, and um, and I'd love to connect you guys. That'd be great. Um, That'd be great. Yeah, and and they, uh, you know, they have. It's kind of amazing the way that they've structured the program, and so I want to kind of dig into what you're doing. But the the young ladies will come for counseling, clinical counseling, and then they'll go work the bag after. You know, after they, they the get idea. out of the counseling. Yeah. So when I was reading through what you're doing, I'm like, oh, I got to connect them. Um, and um, it's so powerful. Um, and when I think about um, Love Never Fails has two homes for women and children. And we have an amazing trainer, um, Rachel Carrasco, who um, comes in and um, does a, a workout with them once a week. Mm-hmm. And um you know, we have we've had a, a, a let's just call it a series of groups of women that were like, I don't really want to exercise, you know, but this uh, the current group of women that we have in the Bay Area are all about that. And I just notice that they're so much healthier 
psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, because they're embracing that physical uh, exercise piece. And, you know, we never force anybody to do it. But um, as part of our programming, we always just make it available. But they're actually actively pursuing it. And I'm seeing the fruit of it because they're honoring that. I mean, they're they're releasing those, you know, those toxins and, you know, those endorphins are coming in and that serotonin is coming in and and they feel empowered and they feel strong and and um you know and one of the things that often happens um when you're in the life is that you're not eating at all um you're high you know so you're not eating for days and so you're super skinny and um there it, it's it's interesting because people identify being super skinny super unhealthy with looking good right they, they feel True. like they look good. Yeah. And then they come in to the program and they start getting healthy and they start gaining weight. Correct. They start putting on weight. They start and then and that debilitate. Muscle. Yeah. It, well, and also overeating because they hadn't right. eaten for so long. Right. And so um, the exercise and, you know, is so important. So 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 just kind of shifting over. Um, you've got this, this tremendous story, personal story that motivates you to, 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 in this fight, right. For health and for, for safety and for restoration of family. Right. What, what's your, how did you get involved in this, Sean? Well, Dan came to me. Um, I own fight court MMA and boxing in Martinez. And, uh, I told you, be careful. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, Dan came to me and, and had been going through some personal issues Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, had you guys known each other prior? No. no. Oh, okay. No. Walked in the door one day, I believe. Yes. And, uh, Referred from a friend. Uh, I was training at another gym. And they said, "You need to go see this guy." He goes, "He can teach you some really good boxing moves. You're athletic, but uh, he can really help you." And the really purpose of going to see him was to protect my kids, mm-hmm. to give them the confidence and the ability to take care of themselves when mm-hmm. they get older, mm-hmm. because of the separated home. Gotcha. Broken home. Yeah. Especially the statistics of broken homes. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So Dan, he came in and uh, we met and had a conversation and uh, we hit it off right off the bat. And mm-hmm. uh, he started training with us and learning a little bit about boxing and um, training and so forth. And uh, at some point, he, um, I think you kind of decided that we were a good outfit and a good group of people and you, know, you brought your children in. Um, and we started training the kids. We have some kids' classes. And how old were your daughters when you brought them? She was like three and a half. My oh. son was two. So oh, they're, your seven, son. they're, they're okay. 17 months apart. Okay. But my daughter has an inner confidence that is un- unbelievable. And Sean will vouch for that. I mean, she. Three year old? Yeah. Wow. And a two year old? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's when tremendous. Yeah, where they're in a high conflict, very, very high conflict situation. Yeah. And I won't go into that, but yeah. um, Sean saved their lives. And how old are they now? Six and five. Okay. And they're doing phenomenally well. My daughter is ranked one of the top county swimmers. I, I was reading that in it's your ama- bio. Listen, it's amazing. Got At it, six. Got, yes. God in boxing. Wow. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Well, well thank you, Sean. And, and the Lord. thank you, Sean. Yeah. Thank you for using Sean. Appreciate that. <laughs> thank you for creating and so it. More families, so more families need a program like this. And so my, my belief is conflict in the home makes kids run away. Oh yeah. And so if they had a person like Sean that they can rely on, yeah, they can really get through it. Go ahead, Sean. 
Well, yeah. So, yeah, we started working with the children, and uh, uh, they really took to the program that we have in yeah. place. And yeah. uh, and Dan was doing well, and uh, uh, you know, it's it's been well, quite a few years now. We've been mm-hmm. we've been uh, training you and and the children, and they're doing great. And, and then Dan came to me one afternoon and said, "Hey, I got a I got an idea I want to share with you." Um, and uh, we started discussing uh, the human trafficking problem. That, to be honest with you, I wasn't completely aware of. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. you hear what you hear on the news or whatever. Right. Uh, I didn't. Just, I just didn't understand it to the extent uh, that I do now. Right. Uh, and I still don't. I mean, I'm still getting my head around the yeah, whole yeah. thing. But uh, you know, every day I'm reading and learning more and meeting people like you, and yeah. and, uh, and and that's what we're moving towards now. Cool. So we're going to take a break. Um, and, uh, when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about, you know, the, the, the landscape, uh, seasick landscape and human trafficking landscape in general. Um, and, uh, and see, you know, I want to talk about some of the services that you provide and how that integrates. So we'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We are in the studio again um, with two uh, amazing men that are making a difference in the lives of commercially sexually exploited children and adults and at-risk young men and um, just people who need to be empowered, need to know what their strength is uh, in the community. And they are part of Feet First Foundation. That is Dan Dorsett and Sean Sharkey. Welcome again. And um, we were just kind of drilling down on the personal side of how, you know, how did how did you all get involved in this and and uh, what your you know, what your heart is really for this issue. But going, you know, thinking about CSEC, right? So. Um, commercially sexually exploited children, we are, um, you know, we know that there's a great deal of uh, fear uh, that is involved with uh, someone who's being exploited and not knowing, um, first of all, immediate fear about being able to escape from an exploiter, you know, and that's that immediate safety piece. But then there's the next piece, which is, and I always say rescue is not enough because it's, you know, You know, you're able to defend yourself and get away from the one person that may be hurting you at that moment. But are you able to get away psychologically? Are you able to escape the the mental prison that you have been moved into either by way of the abuse that you endured that primed you for exploitation or by way of the exploitation that you endured, but which created, you know, a caging of the mind? And I believe that some of these services that you've outlined, I'm going to read off some of them. So I see here physical, you'd first you do a physical assessment, looking at their general health, you know, blood pressure, um, body composition test, all of that good, you know, physical um, indicators. And then you go into um, a programmatic uh, uh, evaluation um, and monitoring them through a, through workout sessions, tracking their progress through workout sessions, and um, and then of course taking them through a time of strengthening and conditioning 
um, looking at um, ways to empower them, right? Sure. Uh, by way of their physicality. But it also manifests into that mental health, I'm sure. So tell me about your services. Tell me about what you do and 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 the outcomes it's producing. Yeah, well, you know what we like to do is 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 take somebody and and put them into a program and and build this program around them and let, and, and make sure they understand that and they do understand that hey, this is something a little bit different. This is something special. Uh, they're not just walking into a gym and saying, hey, there's a heavy bag over there. Go hit a heavy bag. You know, we're doing full evaluations and we're tracking workouts and and tracking progress because that's how people really continue to move forward in life is with progress. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we track every single workout, everything we do um, and 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 share that with them and show them, hey, look, you know, uh, last week you did a plank for uh, eight seconds. Now you did one for 60 or, mm-hmm. you know, you hit a heavy bag and you learn this and you learn that. And even we just continue to track progress and continue to do evaluations and 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 just and build a program around them. And it's 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 starting to be successful. That's awesome. And so it's it's a custom um, plan, case plan, it sounds like around a physical workout. Are there any clinical or mental health components that come into play? Not yet, but we're working on that. And uh, and. Dan is is spearheading that part of it. Okay. You know, I kind of stick with the the training part. Yeah. And that's what I do. I train professional fighters, amateur fighters in boxing and in mixed martial arts. Um, and so I kind of stick with the development programs and, and the day-to-day activities that we do. Yeah. And Dan's putting together in our plan uh, ways for us to, you know, branch out and to add services within our facility. Yeah. Well, I, I can tell you, like I said, uh, with City of Refuge, that clinical component, um, snapping that together seems like it's a powerful uh, combination. Mm-hmm. And uh, they also are, you know, I don't know if you're a faith-based organization or you include faith there in the facility, but they, they do offer that to mm-hmm. their uh, the people that attend. They don't have to do it, but right. um, if they ask for prayer you know, those kind of things that's available to them as well. That's where I come in. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I tell everybody with the trauma. Yeah. God in boxing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, for, uh, it's interesting. Um, I think having those times, those quiet places, you know, maybe there's a, a room at the gym where you can just go and, and pray. Absolutely. You know, um, it's really powerful and, you know, it's funny because there's always, at least um, I've experienced quite a bit of opposition in this space because I'm a faith-based organization and, and I've, um, you know, I've just come back with, you know, call it whatever you want, meditation room, whatever you want to call it, quiet room. I need a room to be able to go and, and, and go to, you know, to God, um, and ask for the peace that I need. And, uh, you know, and so I think it's, it's uh, great that you're making provisions for people to exercise uh, all of the things that they need, that they outline they need to be able to be healed. Yeah, I think I've, I've instilled in my kids that, look, no one's going to be there when things are going wrong. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. And so if you can get this inner strength along with the boxing and understand that you can go when the times are rough. Yeah. Because times do get rough for kids. Yes. They need to be able to go to a faith. And so all the books I've read, 
highly encourage children to be in some some sort of religion. Yeah. And so my kids are in church almost every Sunday. Well, that's good. Yeah. And so when I think about, um, you know, trauma, the trauma that people experience, um, you know, for me, and I'll just talk about myself, you know, my, my person, people listening audience knows that I was, you know, I have my own story. I was in foster care. I was abused in every kind of way you can imagine coming up as a child and uh, where I got my healing from my relation, my personal relationship with the Lord. And, um, and so I get really offended when people, you know, don't make space for me to be able to, to do what I need to do to stay, you know, it's like, okay, if you knew where I came from and where I am now, where, you know, I'm an executive at Cisco and I'm, you know, I run a nonprofit and, you know, I, I'm a pastor's wife and to say, you know, to be able to handle, handle all that and, and, and then to not give glory to God. Right. No. (laughs) <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Right. Not on my watch. So, you know, if people take issue with that, I just kind of, you know, I just kind of say, well, that's another person I need to pray for, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> yes. but, 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 you know, it's, it's that trauma. When I think about the, the, the people that failed me along the way, right? it was people that's that correct. failed me along the way. I agree with that. And, and that's why my reliance on God is so important because like you said, there will be those times when no one is there for you. Nobody. No one but him. Right. And that's when you know, um, you know, that's that's who you need to, to call out on, you know. And so um so so I you know, it feels like we, we're we're aligned there and that's that's that feels good and and just, you know, to know that was that's been your experience as well, having come from a difficult background and your your daughters have, and your son having experienced one daughter, one son. Right. Your, your, your children yes. having experienced trauma yes. as well. And so when we think about, um, you know, children that have been exploited or have been abused, um, you know, we we there are so many things that happen to a person physiologically. And I think we were kind of alluding to it in the last segment um, there's a lot of disconnecting with the body. Right. You know, you don't, um, when you're being, uh, when you're being sexually abused, let's give that as an example, or physically abused, you disassociate with your body. That's true. And, um, and so when those connections start coming back into play, uh, there's things that manifest, uh, emotions, uh, that manifest breakdowns that can occur because you, you're like, wait a minute. This is like my body that has been invaded. This is my body that has been beaten. Uh, I, 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 I objectified it. I put it in a different category and called it, you know, I called myself a bee. I called myself, you know, right. a hoe or whatever I call. I call myself these things to justify and made it funny to justify the abuse that I endured. And now that I'm re- remembering I'm a woman. I'm a mom. I'm a man. I'm a person. It hurts and aches in certain, you know, somatic symptoms start to manifest. And so when we come back, I want to talk about, uh, Sean, you know, had, have you uh, seen any of these manifestations? Dan, have you seen any of these things in, 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 in the gym? And how do you handle that? So we'll be right back. And thank you for listening. 
to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. So uh, welcome back from Ab- to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We actually have got some new co-hosts in the studio. <laughs> Sean has decided he's going to take over on those days. I can't, you know, can't make it in. But <laughs> You said I had a good radio voice. <laughs> yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. So, so. Tell, tell me about Feet First Foundation. Where did the name come from? Dan came up with the name. Um, when he first started coming in, uh, anybody that comes in first and wants to learn how to box or work with MMA, mixed martial arts, we do pretty much the whole spectrum of combat sports. But um, uh, I start everybody off with their feet. And I always tell everybody, hey, it's, it's going to be a Feet First project for a while. And I don't know how long that while is for you. Sometimes that while is uh, a, a day or a month or three months. But we're going to get your base down first. We're going to get your feet first. And and that's how Dan came up with the name. And I thought it was pretty cool. So you, you teach him some footwork. Yeah, we teach footwork. I mean, we really – I mean, that's the basis of – because sometimes people come in and they want to learn how to hit a bag or skip rope or lose 20 pounds. And sometimes people come in and they're, you know, they've got a lot of experience and they're professional athletes, professional fighters. Um, and, and really the whole shoot and match in combat sports is, uh, is balance, your ability to balance properly. And, and so we spend lots and lots of time in that aspect of the, of the arts, um, and then, you know, somebody like you know, Dan came in, he didn't want to be a professional fighter. He just wanted to, you know, learn how to defend himself and work work out and exercise and, and stay healthy. He was already in good shape. Um, you know, we still work with the feet. Yeah. And, and uh, we spend some time. And Dan spent a long time, months. Uh, and, and I always just say, Dan, it's feet first. Get your feet down and then we'll move on to the next topic. And yeah. That's how we came up so, with the name. So mm. I, I – I'd meet people and especially females and the way the idea came up is a lot of girls were asking me, wow, that's amazing what you're doing for your daughter. And I said, well, we do a class and, you know, and there's Sean works with a lot of uh, young women and women. And so I explained to these women, an attorney actually brought the idea to start the foundation said, you know, this would be a great idea to bring to girls that are really going through uh, low self-esteem. And so the idea was to, I show them, okay, get your hands up. And the, and the girl will go, excuse me, I go, get your hand up. You want to block your face and you want to block your, your, your ribs. You want to block your body. No one has, you know, the right to invade you, I mean, your personal space. Mm-hmm. And so in today's world, there's an issue with personal space. But as a boxer, you keep your hands up. You could block your face. And that's what I teach my kids. Mm-hmm. And Sean teaches the kids to really that you got to defend your body. Mm-hmm. And so these girls that are going through uh, the system or they're about to enter the system or in the foster care, Sean has the ability, and I've seen it in front of my own eyes, he has the ability to bring this inner confidence that was never there. Mm. And maybe it was, but it was so deep down inside that nobody can, nobody can get to. Mm. And okay. I know these souls are broken. Yeah. Because the trust is gone. Yeah. And low self-esteem is there. 
And how Sean does it, I don't know. But when I see kids come through there and I see adults come through there, it's not a typical gym. Yeah. It is a self-empowerment program that he truly turns and chains lives around. This man does God's work. Amen. Well, I can tell guys very humble and uh, just love that. Just just doing it because that's what you do. Uh, I was just I just found a, a scripture from Proverbs four twenty six, and it says, "Watch the path of your feet, and all your ways will be established." Oh, that's correct. And uh, so, feet forward, or first feet, feet found, first, feet first, foundation. Um, really what, love that. What was what was the scripture? Proverbs four twenty six. Yeah. Watch the path of your feet, and all your ways will be established. Okay, yeah. that's going up in the gym. All right. Tonight. Yay. Awesome. Yeah. So, so, you know, very much inspired. And I totally, um, I love that you spend so much time, you know, just from a spiritual perspective, I, I see young people, uh, you know, um, it says, you know, Bible tells you not to rush into, um, you know, things that are going to get you in trouble. I mean, don't your feet rush you into these, these situations. And so spending that time talking about footwork is so powerful because it's talking about destination. It's talking about movement, moving in the right direction, Correct. moving towards a system where you are empowered, where you uh, know who you are, where you are strong. And that might sometimes feel like you took two steps back or to the side or forward or uh, you're moving, you're running in place. Like one of the girls in our program yesterday confessed to me that she was kind of in some relapse behavior. And I said, you know, what do you think it's about? And she said, I just feel stagnant. I feel inadequate. I'm in this program and I've been sitting here for five weeks. And even though like she's made so much progress but she's, you know, starts doing that stinking thinking and, and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm this age. I should have my own apartment. I should be married by now. I should have kids. I should, I should. And it's all that woulda, shoulda, coulda comes up and it just eats away at the progress that she's made. And, and so to have that mindset about you can't move to the next place until you get your feet work right. That's what we, that's why I brought the foundation. Yeah. Sean, Sean, I wanted to come in and hit the bag. He said, no. And I'm athletic. Yeah. It's like, no, you're going to work on your feet. And that's why I think these, these survivors yeah. need to focus on the feet. Yeah. Before they say, oh, I can get job at this and this before people are pushing this. They really mentally and physically got to get their body going and, and Sean could do that. Yeah, I love it. So um, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, uh, I want to talk a little bit about the ways in which you're reaching out to the community. Um, are you doing any workshops? Um, one of the things I would love to have you do is a workshop for the ladies in our uh, program. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'd love that. And um, and and I just you know I'm I'm a visionary, so I 
I'll be careful. Like some people are literally laughing right now that are listening because they're like, there she goes. <laughs> I'm like, and then we'll have you over here. And then you're going to do this. And then, you know, I won't plan out your program for you. <laughs> but I, I really love what you're doing. And I want to support you however I can. So anyway, we will come back and we'll hear some more about this brainstorm. And thank you for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. Uh, we are in the studio again uh, with uh, Feet First Foundation, and we are um, hearing from the co-founders, uh, or actually co-executive directors, uh, Dan and Sean, and just really learning about uh, their heart for uh, helping uh, to empower young people in, in, in the Bay Area. Um, right now, you're in Contra Costa County, right, in Martinez? Correct. Um, but, but we work also with San Francisco and Alameda. Okay, perfect. And, so, Sol- and Solano. And Solano, beautiful. And so we were just kind of brainstorming during the break about all these different ways. You know, as you know, Protect, uh, which is our prevention education program, is currently um, rolling out in Vallejo that, coming up in September. And then um, we're, you know, hoping to uh, be able to roll out throughout the county. That's our hope. Um, and 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 so that, in my mind, is a great touch point. You know, you find a youth that a uh, teacher is taught about, uh, you know, about um, human trafficking and about abuse by way of protect. And the, let's say the youth says, I've been abused or I've been trafficked or I'm, you know, I'm thinking about it or I'm being recruited right now. Okay, well, you know, let let me refer you right to uh, Feet First Foundation for some classes so that you, we can get you back on your feet, right? Right. That's he- get correct. you headed in a, in, a, in your new direction. Your sure. Mental. So, yeah. Mental, it's part of the whole puzzle, men, I think. It's part of the whole Mental empowerment. Mental empowerment. Yeah, those wraparound services. And, you know, I'm really big on that as we have rolled out prevention education over the last five years. Um, you know, you, you, you find that there are these young people that are disclosing and you've got to have services that um, can meet them where they are. And so this this sounds like something that would be perfect. So tell me, we, we didn't touch on in the last uh, segment, but I wanted to come back to that topic about um, coming back in touch with your body. Um, have you had instances? Is there a story that you can think of without revealing the, you know, the any confidential information, but a story you can think of of someone who came who um, became reconnected with their body and had an emotional um, experience because of that? It's happened numerous times. Yeah. Yeah. And it's um, it was it's actually been something that uh, I've had to kind of learn and understand myself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it happens, and and I try to take the person through a session that that empowers them. Again, we we always go back to that word empowering. I'm not there to break them down. This is not a marine boot camp. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to prove that I can put them through a workout they can't take. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to put them through a workout that's going to make them feel good. Uh, build them up, uh, build their confidence uh, physically, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've been able to, throughout the years with my professional athletes who I take to the brink of 
no return uh, to somebody who may be 300 pounds overweight or somebody who, in this this case, in the human trafficking world, who's might not be healthy at this point, mm-hmm. uh, lost a lot of weight, may have had drug problems, alcohol problems. Um, take these people to just that right spot physically and mentally mm-hmm. uh, to where, like you had said earlier, you know, the endorphins are going and you're feeling good. And that's my goal. My goal mm-hmm. is to, when they walk out, they walk out and they want to come back. They want to do this again. They want to, they want to go, they, 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 they want to call us and say, Hey, we want to go run. I want to go run with you. I want to go jog. I want to go climbing up in the Hills because we mm-hmm. live in Martinez and the yeah. Hills are beautiful. Mm. And, uh, you know, we, we want to continue this and, and, uh, as opposed to breaking down. Right. However, there is an emotional, a connection uh, b- between a body that has been maybe in an unhealthy state for a period of time and then starts coming into a healthy state. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there has been been cases, many cases, where you know, we have people that, you know, it, they get emotional about it. And yeah. We just take some time and pray and mm-hmm. um, get back at it when we can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I I think it's um, something that we don't, I wanted the listening audience to hear that because you don't always think about how important it is to reclaim the body um, when you have, the body has been disturbed in any way, you know, traumatized, abused, uh, many of the people that we've, um, you know, touched, we've connected with um, are labor trafficking survivors, so they were forced to work in fields for, you know, days and weeks without getting any pay under the, you know, hot sun with no drink and no, you know, not proper shoes and, and just bugs and just, you know, the horrible circumstances and, you know, denying their own humanity um, for the, because, you know, you've just got to survive. You've just got to survive. And so you get paid by the bushel of corn that you picked or the bushel of grapes that you picked, even though you were out there for hours and hours. And um, and and so you you start to deny your own humanity. That's correct. You know, when you're out there. And so and it and so it's it's just that process of coming back to being you. Um, it sounds like your. um your space is a safe space for a, a person to come back to themselves. Extremely safe. The yeah. idea of when a person walks through the door, Sean, Sean greets them and doesn't – first things first. Um, when I came in there, I thought the idea of boxing, I had to be this you know, certain kind of background, but nobody judges. That's the first rule of thumb by Sean. No one judges anyone. No boxer judges anyone. You don't know your opponent. And that's the concept we need to get into these kids these days is that they have to be so strong with inside that nobody has a right to touch them. No one has a right to exploit them. And mm-hmm. if, they, if no one's going to protect them, then they can protect themselves. Yeah. We're, we're going to give them the skills to teach them how to protect themselves so they don't reenter the world or they let anybody physically, emotionally – uh, sexually abuse them. Yeah, I was looking at your website, and um, I don't know if I have it up still, but, oh, here it is. Uh, your quote uh, here, no one is you, and that is your power. That's correct. That was that was good. And uh, just kind of, again, empowering the person to 
to know that they're enough to uh, keep themselves safe. And, uh, you know, and certainly, I mean, I'm sure there's that dialogue that says, and if you didn't keep yourself safe, it's not your fault. But now you have an opportunity. You have the opportunity. Uh, I, uh, people ask me, how'd you get through it? And I don't want to go through my case. The case is already written itself, but God in boxing. Yeah. If it wasn't for Sean, New Life Church, and a step forward, um, I don't know. So I, the counseling is so important for these kids that are going through this trauma. If they don't, if the families are not seeing that there's conflict, that a program like this would serve them good, then I don't know. Right. But there's so many avenues that we have to all collaborate to get together. Everyone has to come together to beat this. It's yes. not just Sean's program. It's not just, you know, anyone. Everybody needs to come together to take down the human trafficking because it's getting bad. Yeah. I that's agree. why I, that's why I'm getting involved. So I used to, you know, I'm I'm involved with the political parties. I know people on the on the Democratic and the Republican, and I'm already talking to the state. I mean, the assembly men. This is an issue. Yes, and I know for a fact that what Sean does can be a huge component to add to what's already in place. Yeah. Well, I I think that you know um, you're. You're doing some amazing work here, and um, I want to just take a moment, uh, and uh, we're going to come back from the break and have you share any events that you might have that are going on in the community and ways that uh, people can connect with you. But uh, just off the top, uh, we have your website that uh, that they can go to, which is feetfirstnp.org, uh, and uh has a bunch of information and ways to contact you. What are the hours of your um, your gym? Typically 8 a.m. till 7 p.m. It depends. 7. Okay. 8, 8, 8 p.m. Sean's available. Um, I'm available. But for this program, it's going to be closed doors. Yeah. And so Sean will be training them one-on-one. Okay. And there'll be another person there, his, his uh, assistant. Okay. Great. And uh, you are located at 816 Main Street in Martinez. Uh, your number is 925-383-3450 for those who want more information. Is there another number or is that the best number to That's reach That's the best number. That's okay. the best number. Okay. And then the name on the on the, on the the building, it, it's going to be, it's Fight Core MMA Fight Core. and okay. Fitness. But right now we're oh, looking you're for- You're sure? Okay. We're looking, for, we're looking for donors right now and uh, we just applied for a few grants. And again, we're at the startup phase right now. Yeah. And so uh, we're meeting with churches, we're meeting with uh, counties, the, the Contra Costa County, the, the police yep. departments. Yep. We're part of the Zero Coalition. That's another, you know, huge people are really trying to, to you know, combat this. Yep. And so we're, I, I just did it because I saw kids going in a direction that there's no right for them to go to juvenile hall. No. Or to go to this direction. Let's empower them. Yes. Let's make them successful. Let's make them go in life far. Like my daughter said the other day, Daddy, I'm going to be an Olympic swimmer. Yeah. And so for what she's been through and for her to say that yeah. is amazing. Amazing. That's an amazing story. And so that's why I'm here. Awesome. Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll come right back. And thank you for listening to Abolition Radio. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight 
Against Human Trafficking. And welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. First, I want to, before I jump into events going on, I just want to thank you both for being here. What a blessing. And uh, thank you. I just, uh, I look forward to working with you. And I look forward to uh, seeing all the wonderful things that you will do. Uh, 60 is who you're, you're working with, 60 young people now. I'm just seeing. I, like, who is it? Uh, the the uh, dating myself romper room. I see Tony and Judy. I see like hundreds coming out of there. So that you're going to have to expand pretty soon. <laughs> Sorry <Okay>. to say. <laughs> you need another gym. Most of my hair is gone. <laughs> um, All my hair is gone. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, we've got a lot going on in the community. Um, I wanted to start off with August 13th. There's a Red Sand uh, project that is being hosted by the Zero Tolerance. Tolerance Coalition downtown and, Martinez in downtown Martinez. Um, and that is the Contra Costa coalition uh, that is fighting against human trafficking. And so um, both uh, Love Never Fails and uh, Feet First Foundation will be represented there as well as a bunch of other coalition members. So please do come out. Um, we also have on August the 18th, we have our street outreach. Uh, if you would like to participate in uh, in that outreach, I believe we're going to the South Bay this this month. Uh, if you'd like to participate, please, please reach out to Angela at streets at love never fails dot com. And then uh, just a reminder uh, to uh, support our houses and our uh, and our uh, women and children as they get back to work and uh, and work in our community store, Double Portion in Hayward. Uh, and that is 22580 Grand Street. Cross Street is A Street. We are really uh, asking for uh, your, um, first of all, donations of furniture and, you know, lightly used items, but also your um, participation in buying the items that we have there so we can keep the ladies employed. So come on through. We're open uh, Monday through Friday. I think we just suggested our hours... Um, um, we're 12 to 5 uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, and then 10 to 5 uh, Wednesday and Friday. I believe those are the right hours. If you're not sure you're coming from a long distance, I s- suggest calling the program manager, Deb, uh, or emailing her. She's deb at loveneverfailsus.com. And um, and then, of course, I want to encourage you to um, donate, if you have any business suits for women or for men, to our career closet. We are providing clothing for uh, foster youth and system-involved youth uh, through La Familia. And uh, we are asking that you would help us to uh, provide that clothing by donating uh, some some items from your closet that you're not using anymore. Uh, I also want to encourage you to come out and join me. I will be uh, speaking on September the 9th at uh, a Glow International, and that is at Victory uh, Christian Center. Uh, that's 555 East Francisco Boulevard in San Rafael. I'll be there from 10 to 12. And uh, so please do come out and uh, check that out. And then I'll also be speaking um, on September the 29th. And uh, I believe it's September the 29th. I'm sorry, the September the 22nd. That evening, I will be speaking at the Concord Hilton. Uh, and that will uh, basically supporting the Bay Area Rescue Mission for their uh, event that they're hosting there. Um, and, and I'm so excited they'll actually be opening up in Contra Costa County 
County uh, uh, housing for women and children. I believe 114 new beds. So nice. this is the fundraiser and uh, event to rally and be excited about this opportunity. So all of this is very relevant there in your neck of the woods. Yeah, and, absolutely. I uh, uh, want to encourage people to come out and support. Uh, thank you again. Um, I, I, of course, we want to ask uh, for your continued prayers. We want to ask for if you want to volunteer, reach out to volunteers at loveneverfailsus.com. If you uh, would like to make a financial uh, contribution, you can go on to our website. We're actually trying to purchase new um, towels and bedding for the women and, uh, and children in our homes. And so you can go to our website and there's a campaign there for that. Uh, and our website is loveneverfailsus.com. And of course, all of your donations are tax deductible. Uh, of course, uh, we also thank you for you, uh, your continued prayers. And uh, as I said earlier, just uh, coming out to uh, meet us for our prayer circles that are happening. Uh, actually, tomorrow, uh, we're going to have our, our monthly prayer circle at six o'clock in a neighborhood near you. If you want more information, you reach out to Chantel at prayer at loveneverfailsus.com. Of course, uh, before we leave, I want to make sure that you know, and uh, if you haven't heard it before, I want to make sure you know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Abolition Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and survival, and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at abolitionradio.org, by liking and sharing our page on Facebook, Facebook slash abolitionradio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. Abolition Radio is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported, nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in sex trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to abolitionradio.org and click on Love Never Fails. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries and with major support from the staff and membership and donors at Faith Fellowship Church. On behalf of Vanessa, Benita, and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thanks for listening, and thanks even more for taking action to help set captives free. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.